Hello. 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 We're back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're, back. <laughs> We're back. We have a guest. We have for, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the sales representative? Yeah, I am the <laughs> event coordinator and outside sales rep with Cocoon Brewing. Yeah. So Which, we have yeah. him today. We have interviewed another person from Cocoon, and we do have quite a few people we know that work at Cocoon. And we're back so, at Cocoon. Yeah, yeah. In a Cocoon on in location. A yeah. In, in a Cocoon, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many times can we say Cocoon? <laughs> um, but Drink we, every time we say Cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a shot. Oh, boy. Maybe not, though. <laughs> Should I grab the Malort? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but no, every year, well, this is our second year. We do a pumpkin podcast. Last year we had Brett grace of his presence and we talked about pumpkin beers and he ended up giving us a pickle beer because he thought we would hate it. Oh, and we, we loved actually it. loved it. It was it so good. like pickle juice. So we have a pickle beer as well. But, um, but we also have a few questions and we'll probably go on some form of a tangent. Like as, we do. Do. Yeah, as we do. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Heidi, do you want to start? Or? Sure. Okay. Um, so... We're just going to go ahead and start with like your background. Um, so how did you start working here? How did, how did the journey lead you to Cocoon? Uh, so my, my background, I worked for Beachwood, which Felicia now works for. I worked there for a few years. Um, and then I ended up picking up, moving to Illinois. <clears throat> was the sales rep for a brewery in Oswego, Oswego Brewing Company. And then came home this past May. And Brett was my connection to Cocoon, and yeah, kind of all downhill from there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you from Green Bay originally? Yeah, or? I'm originally from Green Bay. Okay, so nice. I lived in Green Bay my whole life, lived in Oshkosh while I was working at Beachwood, and then moved down to Illinois, and yeah, now I'm back. Awesome. How long did you work at Beachwood for? Uh, I want a, a little over two years, I think, okay. two and a half years, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Did you have Oshkosh in Appleton or? Uh, I was kind of a jack of all trades. I just did whatever needed to be done whenever it (laughs) needed to be done while also having a sales route somewhat in Appleton, somewhat in Oshkosh. And then I had Ripon area, New London and all of those places. So the festival that's in New London, um, I was able to get our beer back in there and then it got bought out after I left. So we didn't have any presence in that store until a little, little humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big win for me. <laughs> that was, it was, uh, so I have Festival New London now. Sure. And it was um, an independent liquor store, right? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were talking but, about this the yeah. other day. But that's oh, a, that's Trader a, Joe's rants. Yeah. I, I mean, love Trader love, Joe's. Oh, no, like yeah. not ranting about like ranting because we do not have a Trader Joe's. Yeah. Like we're upset about and it. And Shop Go to Pier we would have been the one. perfect place for a Trader Joe's. I got in but a, no one listens to me. Not I wouldn't call it an argument, but somebody the other day said they were very indifferent to Trader Joe's, and I was Have you even set, store, <laughs> set foot in a store, sir I or spend ma'am? So much money when I go there. They have like a homemade like olive tapenade that I am missing in my life. Oh yum! I had one right down the road from me when I lived in Illinois, and it was the greatest. Last I time know. we stopped in there, I got this, uh, they had these, jar, these jars, it's a crunchy onion and chili, it's like suspended in olive oil, and it's just like crunchy garlic, onions, and chili flakes, and you can just like, 
we've been mixing it in with cream cheese and eating it with crackers and it's so oh freaking good i'm like <laughs> i wish really i good. got more jars of this stuff just the plethora of things that you can find is so mm. wonderful it's whenever we come place. back home we always had friends that would like make a grocery list that we had to bring back and they have uh, uh they have this like green jalapeno sauce Ooh, that that is good. absolutely so. There's a there's a Mexican restaurant in Howard called Mexico Lindo. Oh. <laughs> I love that place, and they have like this creamy jalapeno sauce. And I've never been able to find anything like it on the shelf, and this comes pretty close to it. Oh my god! So all of our friends, like we would just basically empty the shelf when we'd come back to Green Bay. <laughs> you just got a gr- uh, trunk full of groceries yep. for everyone. <laughs> yep. I have a buddy that has. It, his sweet tooth is it might be a problem and he has there's like these peanut butter balls or peanut butter bites or something and yeah he we'd have to buy him like four containers and they'd be gone in a week oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever seen my thing is the the chocolate like the they're basically the reese's peanut butter cups but the trader joe's version okay yeah those are really good what but... were those cookies you got last time that we were eating on the way back Oh, was it the ones with the jam in them? I or, think so. Yeah, oh those were God. new. I think those I was were... like, I had a couple of those and I was really jealous. I'm like, why didn't I see these? Like, <laughs> I want a couple of containers I of know. These. I always go way too ham with the snacks, though. And then, like, they go bad. Um, my sister's actually in Milwaukee right now. She leaves for Colorado tomorrow. And I'm like, is there a way? Oh, maybe I can ask her when she comes back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But she's... Just make she... a quick run. Literally. Just a quick Twitter run. Children. And, like, she's like... She'll go to Trader Joe's, but, like, I don't know. I mean, they have $5 bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you pass that up? And it's actually good. Mm-hmm. That's what's ridiculous. Charles Shaw? Two buck? Yeah. No, maybe three buck? Or yeah. Or is it $5 now? It's been a, been a hot minute I since I bought any Charles Shaw, but it's decent wine for the price point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is. Oh, my God. I, we could just have an entire podcast There we go. Episode. We were talking about tangents. <laughs> Trader, Trader, Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, okay, so... You guys asked me what my background is. Mm-hmm. What are you? What I? I know you a little bit, Felicia, because you come in here and sell us. I'm trying to sell you of, here. Yeah, but I've only met you, Heidi. I think one other time. Oh God! So I well, I am currently working at a steakhouse. So I work at Republic Steakhouse downtown, oh. Republic Chop House Steakhouse. Killing and I'm it. I'm a server. I've been there for two years. Um, and before that, I worked at Hinterland Brewery, which is how I met Mike and Felicia and. A whole host of other people. Um, I was there for almost four and a half years just serving. I did some like part-time pseudo-managing, closing up and that sort of thing. And before that, I've just basically been working in restaurants for the last nine years. And before that, some retail, a little bit of healthcare. But uh, yeah. And I you like... worked with Kirby vacuums too. Oh, for God. A yeah. Oh. I had like a very interesting. <laughs> I that had was a... a little a summer fiasco kind of a good friend his brother did the whole kirby vacuum thing i want to say like while we were in high school or just after high school oh wow i cannot imagine that being a high school or even like fresh out of high school job Uh, i feel like it's along the lines i had another friend when i was working in high school that sold knives that it was like kind of a similar thing and i feel like they really paint a beautiful picture for you Mm -hmm. when you like are interviewing oh he's like I can make so much money. And I'm like, mm, I don't think anybody really needs knives you that could, bad. but... <laughs> or a $1,000 vacuum, which isn't <laughs> as crazy nowadays, but 2006, 7, 8, like, you don't need a $1,000 vacuum. Literally. No. 
I wasn't a salesman though. I was like their door knocker. So I would get them into houses and it was basically like my ex at the time. He had a friend who was doing it and completed whatever requirements to open his own distributorship. So he went there for the summer and worked and it like was not a great situation. Like we survived, obviously we were like renting rooms in the local frat house. Like that's (laughs) where we lived, which is fun. We really didn't make any money. And at the end of the summer, we're like, yeah, we're just going to go back to Green Bay. Dude, this isn't working out. (laughs) It was an interesting experience. I got to see a lot of like central Wisconsin. Like we were based out of Stevens Point. So if you just like draw an hour radius in every direction, like we were all over those roads. It was super cool. If I would, if I was able to get them both into houses, I'd just go like bum around the town, go bop around, like check out the thrift stores, like see what it's all about. So that part was super cool. But everything else is kind of stressful. <laughs> so it was an interesting point in my life. I'm glad I had the experience ultimately. But yeah, I'm not cut out to be a salesperson. I didn't even like hearing no when I would knock on doors. <laughs> like it was quite discouraging after a while. It's it's a tough gig. They're, the highs are high and the lows are low. Yeah. And there's there's days where you do literally everything you possibly can to sell, I mean, in my position, sell beer and... People just sometimes don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Especially when you go like two weeks where you're like, hmm, my numbers are really low, but I am literally doing everything I can. I know. Noah's hard. Noah's hard. Be- beer is a little bit easier to sell. Um, I mean, I've noticed I've only been in this position, I believe it'll be a year and a half, or it has been a year and a half. And I've noticed the harder that I push, the more... Um, the more like pushback I get back. So if mm-hmm. I like, I don't know. So, sometimes like, you have to push, but make like it their idea. Yeah. That yeah. They want it. Like oh, it's God. a weird psychological like a woman. subconscious kind of thing. Yeah. yeah especially maybe as a woman. So easy to, to do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's say. tough because there's so many people that don't necessarily understand their own demographic at restaurants or bars. And they want to bring something in because it's something that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. So then you run into the issue where it doesn't sell. And then it's your fault. Yes. Yep. Very true. Got to appeal to yeah. the masses. Yeah. I've always had the approach of don't be pushy. Mm-hmm. Because no one likes that. Mm-hmm. No one likes that at all. But be there. Just be yeah. there. Physically be there. Very I tell true. people all the time, maybe it's not half the battle, but I tell people half the battle is showing up. Literally. I would agree. I, um, so my past, um, I started in at Yonkers department store, which is no longer there <laughs> in high school. And I remember, so you would get money for pushing like the credit card and I would know like the people who like I pushed too far, they would still do it. But like, I could tell like they were like angry or whatever but um yeah I worked there until I was done out of college and then and I went to St. Norbert and um a lot of the St. Norbert college students got hooked on um the vector which is the knife selling yep yep yeah they tried to get so many college students because none of a lot of the college students couldn't leave they didn't have cars so like into pier is like incredibly small like unless you work at like luna or the abbey like you're kind of sol like um and i guess you could walk over the bridge and work at like a bar over there but and then yeah and then i met heidi at hinterland she was actually the person who opened the door for my oh yeah my interview didn't you call first <laughs> yeah you're like yeah like, are you guys open 
And then, um, yeah, then one of her managers that's not there anymore, he gave me my interview. It was, and I didn't even think I got the interview because it was very, very like impersonal. I can tell you who it was after. Oh yeah. I won't I say I, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I worked there and then, um, Hogan, you probably know him, Eric Hogan. Yep. He's my coworker. Um, and I worked he, with Hogan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, he was just like, he always talked about Beachwood and how much he liked working there. And then I was like, you know what? And then I looked for a job. There was one. And then Cliff was the person who hired me. Nice. I, I had an interesting story. Well, I shouldn't say it's super interesting. So when I, I was working in Green Bay, I was working at a place that did, it was H.J. Martin. So they have a number, a number of different divisions. And I was, what did I do? I, w- I fabricated on commercial doors and windows. So, like, the doors that are on these cocoons and the windows, like, I did all the fabrication on those. And then I ended up moving to Oshkosh, and I got sick of moving or sick of driving an hour to work every single day to get to work for 5 a.m. And I was actually, I took a job with Cintas because they, it was like a route job, almost like, I don't know, basically hand towels, the mats that are at the door and stuff like that. But they made it seem very promising as far as a sales aspect because if you were able to upsell an account, you would get paid out on it, and it was it paid pretty well. But I was also very intrigued because I applied for Beachwood. So then I spent a week with Beachwood, and I was like, I think this is really what I want to do. And I ended up talking to Brett, who is now my boss again and I was like look I've got another job lined up like I'm I need more money if I'm gonna stay here and we ended up working some things out and yeah here I am but it was kind of weird because I almost had to deliver paper towel (laughs) (laughs) I think you're better off yeah I I would say you're better off incredibly Heidi, did you want a beer? Yeah. yeah? I was going to say, okay. we probably yeah. crack open one Do you want me to these, pause it uh, quick? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're back. We, yeah. We decided to get a beer. So we're, this is a beer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> With our first pumpkin beer, we have Snakes and Spiders from Raised Grain Brewing Company. It's a pumpkin yam beer. The description, our pumpkin ale features the flavors of fall, nutmeg, cinnamon, allspice, and pumpkin puree. These spice notes take the lead while the multi backbone balances this treat. And I am... It's spicy. Yeah. 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 There was only one four pack left that I bought it. Shout out, shout out to Corks and Caps. I bought all the beer from there. <laughs> Everybody's getting in on the, it is pumpkin beer season. Yeah. It is fall. Everybody wants it. I forgot I have lakefront I mean, not pumpkin ale in my it, car. But... <laughs> it's, it's incredible how these have developed and how more people want them. We've had so many pumpkin kegs that we've had because we have to have guest taps here. You the, do? You have to? Or? We have to. Oh, okay. I think it's a state law that if we have a full liquor license, we have to have guest taps. Oh, I didn't even menu. know that. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Also, what's interesting is like the Wisconsin license versus like out of state and like that is very interesting, but we don't need to talk about <laughs> beer license. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, it, it just, we've we've blown through so many of them. I mean, our Oktoberfest blew so quickly, but the pumpkin beers, how fast we've gone through those, I just, and I feel like 
typically like the demographic for a pumpkin beer is probably going to be a female. Yeah. Like the pumpkin I have spice seen, latte lovers. Yeah. And I've seen so many like men that have tried so many different pumpkin beers that we have on draft. Oh, I love that for them. And we have three, di- <laughs> we have, I think three different, we'll call them pumpkin beers. Like we have our, our spice bush, which is just a pumpkin ale. And then we have our our stout that has a little bit of pumpkin in it. And then we have a Saison that we put a little pumpkin in as well. I wouldn't say they're super overpowering with pumpkin flavor, mm-hmm. but I think people are starting to warm up to them more. And I think the reason is because they don't taste necessarily like pumpkin. There's like what you just described that's in this raised grain beer, allspice, all sorts mm-hmm. of other ingredients that you would maybe find in like a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like straight pumpkin flavoring. So that's the argument we had with Brett yeah, last year. Yeah, there was. I was like, he's like, there's no like pumpkin isn't a flavor. <laughs> it's not, it's mostly the spice. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to agree. Yeah. Because you get the cinnamon it's in there. It's overpowering. Yeah. Like the pumpkin. I mean, if you think of, I don't know if, yeah, if you're eating a pumpkin pie or something, there was one year my grandpa was supposed to make pumpkin pie for our family Thanksgiving and he forgot to put the spices in. But it was still good. Well come on. But it was (laughs) But it's a very like subtle flavor and I guess it's just you need the 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 spices to accentuate to help bring out that flavor. So I get it, but I feel like pumpkin still does have like some of a flavor. It might get lost in the beer, but that's just my opinion. Kind of has like a mush flavor, to be a honest. Mush. <laughs> like, or like butternut squash. Like oh, butternut yeah. squash okay. doesn't really have like a. F- I don't know. It has a flavor when other things bring it out. It's I guess. Subtle, yeah. Yeah. I also though I think we talked about this in the previous pumpkin podcast. I'm not a pumpkin pie person. I'm apple pie all the way. Me I don't, too. Yeah. Pumpkin pie just like I don't know. It's just a weird like. I feel like it's one of those foods that was made a while ago, like in the early 1800s. And people thought it was just the shit yeah. back then. And they just kept it. And even though we've made better things. <laughs> but I'll crave yeah. a slice around Thanksgiving because I just feel like that's what goes with Thanksgiving dinner. But if I have my pick of any pie, pumpkin's not in the top 20. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin bread and pumpkin cookies, though. Oh, yeah. Those are way better. I'm I'm more intrigued by the fact that you have a top 20 pie list. <laughs> I'm going... I don't even well, know if I could name I, 20 I kinda pies. I kind of just like threw that out, and I'm like, maybe I went too deep. But I, if I'm going to go with my top pies, peach is probably number one. Love me a lemon meringue or a key Ooh. lime pie. And then you got your blueberry, you got your apple, you got your cherry, all the various berries, strawberry rhubarb pie... So I'm like, we're probably like eight deep so far. And that's just what I can think of off the top of That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that pretty is, good. And we can keep yeah. going. I mean, pecan pie. Pecan There we go. Ooh, I like yeah. a good pecan, pecan pie. pie. My grandma made a, a bomb-ass apple pie. So that's my number one. Like her apple pie. And then my aunt was able to recreate it. Not quite as good, but pretty close. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to, I just, if pie there's apple good. pie, I'm just going to have apple pie. Blackberry yeah. pie. Ooh. There's one. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds really good. I will. I So I bake quite a bit. A lot of people know that about um, me. But I tried to make my apple pie is pretty good. But one year I made it for the first time and I tried to do it all in one day. 
and you're supposed to make the dough ahead of time and freeze it and not make it all in one day and also always peel your apples because there's it look like there's like onions in your apple the peeling on it i hate <laughs> onions so yeah that would be yeah. a problem um but i remember i like i was like oh i'll just make an apple pie for thanksgiving i think i started at like 7 p.m and it like finished at 2 a.m oh my god it was a journey <laughs> That's a life decision right there. Literally. I mean, to start making a pie at 7 p.m. Literally. The crust alone is a labor of love. Yeah, like, it's... it is. Because you have to wait for everything, too. So, like, you have to have the apples in, like, lemon. So, like, the juices all come out. So you can, like, salt or, like, so you can, like, simmer down the juices with, like, stuff that goes on top of the apple. And it's just, like, a lot of waiting. And I also, I love Bon Appetit magazine. They always, them in New York Times always make really good recipes. And, of course, that recipe is just, like, not... Like, my aunt was just like, just buy store-bought dough. And I was like, that is... No, you make the dough by hand. Like, a little... I I think next year, when you do this very (laughs) podcast, you have to bring pies. Oh, my God, we should. (laughs) Beer and pies. Yeah, you can make your pumpkin pie. I don't know if you're going to do the pickle one next time, but... Pickle pie. Pickle pie. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Just get weird with it. Oh, by the way, I'm drinking the, I think the Spice Bush mm-hmm. one. That one's really good. And Actually, I tried, really like it. I did try the other two, that Stout and the uh, the Autumn Saison. And yeah, both were really subtle on the pumpkin, I feel like. I think that's I why know. I like them. I don't know about, can I have a Swigger oh, yeah. Spice Bush? I'm curious. Yeah. I did, like, I, I, it's been noted already, I don't care for pumpkin beers. But I think the flavor on our pumpkin beers is subtle. But it might be enough for that person that likes a pumpkin beer to mm-hmm. be like, this is good. Maybe they leave wanting more, but I'm not a pumpkin person. <laughs> no, yeah, that spice bush is really nice. Like, it's not as in your face with the, the spices as some of the other pumpkin beers. It's just, like, nice and soft. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I'm a fan. So we have a pumpkin hater, a pumpkin lover, and a pumpkin indifferent, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> which is pretty good. That's what we should have. Yeah. The thing that I like, especially with our Saison, though, is I... I love beer so much that I love that you can still taste that it's a Saison. Because mm-hmm. I like Saisons a lot. So the fact that you're getting all of those other flavors and then there's just a hint of all of that on the like the back end, that I like that a lot. Have you ever tried... What was it? It was when we were tubing. I don't know if you were with us. But at Jamie's house, it was it's um, Barrel 41 lavender saison it's in a purple can i hate lavender okay <laughs> they hated it too i hate I really lavender more than i hate pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> it was a lavender saison and it like tasted like soap but in such a good way <laughs> hmm. it was so I remember good you talking about this yeah beer, but i can't remember if i actually ever tried it I left two cans there, and Jamie was like, I'm not finishing this. This is so gross. And <laughs> I was gonna like, give oh, it, I'm just going to give it back to you. How does one <laughs> say that soap tastes good? I don't know. It just like I think I was just proud of them for getting the lavender flavor through the beer, because I feel like sometimes it'll have a flavor, and you're like, oh, I can't taste that. And you're like, that's the whole point of the beer was that. Well, there's a lot of flavors yeah. that do that in beer. I mean, you know... Prickly pear is one of them. Like, that's a very hard flavor to get to come through exponentially. Lavender is probably the same way. Like, the amount that you have to put into a beer to make that f- 
flavor come through and really ignite is probably when you're looking at how much you're dumping in, you're like, this seems like a lot. And then you try it and you're like, this really wasn't a lot. Very true. Because we just did our, uh, we didn't just do it, but we have our, what's it called? It's a sour and it's got orja, it's got like almond in it and it's based on like the army navy cocktail and the almond in it our brewer josh put so much in there and he was like i still think it needs more what how did he incorporate the almond was it pieces of almond was it almond extract it was extract extract okay and i feel like extract is so it's potent it's potent and it's a lot on the nose as well but flavor wise that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I thought the almond came through a lot, but based on the cocktail, the cocktail is very, 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 very much almond in your face mm-hmm. from what I've heard. I don't know if I've ever had an actual Army-Navy cocktail. <laughs> Me <but> neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that, um, I'm assuming almond or get or however you pronounce that? Yeah, I can't. I'm probably okay. saying it wrong. Okay. I don't know if there's a right way to say it. I'll look it up. I'll see if I can find it. Because there was another brewery that did a different cocktail, too. I can't remember what it was. But it ended up turning up. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it because it was actually really, like, really bad. <laughs> Call them out. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what was I going to... Oh, do you guys put actual pumpkin in the beer? Or just spices? Uh, I believe we got our pumpkin from Amaretti. I could be wrong about okay. that. So it's, it's not actual. I mean, it is, but it's not. Like, we're not just taking pumpkins and putting them in. <laughs> <laughs> just that smash would be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> If that makes sense. Okay. I can look that up later. My phone um, decided to, like, turn on Siri, so it... It wrote down everything that we Oh, said. wow. <laughs> got, a, got a novel. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Oh, what did, do you have a favorite brew? What, like beer. A favorite beer? Yeah. No. Somebody asked me this question <laughs> earlier this summer, and I was like... I don't even I don't even know what to say. Do you have a t- top five or maybe just like one beer where... It just like lit something in your brain or a couple. There was an IPA and it's from Wax Wings, which I believe is out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I think it was like, it was just a hazy IPA. But, and I'm, I'm not that I'm bored with hazy IPAs, but I feel like they're overplayed. There, there's so many of them now, but that beer really stuck with me. The, the answer that I gave the person that asked me this last time was Half Acre Bodum. Oh my god. And I like Tome. I don't even know if I would say it's my favorite beer, but it's consistent. It's delicious every time that I drink it. It comes in 12 packs now, so if I don't know what I want to drink, I just grab a 12 pack <laughs> of that. So I wouldn't say that's my favorite beer, but it's like just a great go-to where I know I'm not going to be disappointed. It's nice to, I feel like people underestimate the like the level of consistency and i think half acre is just so consistent like you don't you can literally choose anything from their um their lineup and it's just i love um at some point hinterland when we worked there sold tome and i think i like picked it up one night because i was like i don't really want anything on tap i just want something different 
And I was like, oh my God, this is a fucking good beer. Mm-hmm. Daisy <laughs> Cutter a... is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. I love like, that beer so an- much. Another one that I think I've mentioned, if I, it doesn't matter where I am. If I see this on draft, I will get it 100% of the time, and it's Allagash White. Mm, okay. It's just, I mean, they, they win awards every single year for a Belgian. So for good reason. Yeah. yeah. That was on, um, me and my friend went to Boston back in April, and it was really cool because I sell a lot of East Coast beers, so it was, it was cool to see that all of those beers were like flagships there. Like they were just like, like in the, we went to a Bruins game, um, which was my first NHL hockey game, which was an experience in itself. And they just had like Allagash White and I can't think of, oh, Down East and like all the, like just, we were in Boston and like, I mean, granted, granted Down East is from Boston, so that makes sense. But it's just, it was really cool to see literally like half the portfolio that I sell on tap, on tap in like a huge stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know, but anyways, <laughs> So we talked about your favorite, some favorite beers. Uh, do you have any least favorite beers or beer styles besides pumpkin ales? Um, <laughs> anything smoked. Like, I will not drink a Rausch beer. Or a Rauch beer, Rausch beer. Okay. I do not. I, it just feels like I'm drinking an ashtray. <laughs> and I've tried many times, and I just can't do it. I'm pretty open to most styles, and I've appreciate and like most styles of beer which makes that question of what's your favorite beer so hard to answer um but yeah that would probably be one style that i'm like nah (laughs) nope it is pretty hard to i think we had a drink one for it's like a taste testing for work at some point and i'm like what is this flavor it like tastes like uh, like a cutting board almost (laughs) like it just is so weird like yeah I don't know if I've ever had, like, maybe a smoked beer or two, but in general, like, smoky flavor is very hit or miss for me. Like, you can definitely go overboard with it. Like, overly smoked meats, I'm like, whoa, no, no, (laughs) No. thank you. It could be a lot. Mm -hmm. Overwhelming. Okay, so I guess, do you have, oh, um, what beer, if you've, um, ever had one, were you most surprised by like good or bad? Like someone like gave you it or like, you're like, you know what? I'll just try it. And you're like, oh my God, this is actually good. Or the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer for that. So like ACT questions. Yeah. I, <laughs> oof. That might take a little bit. We might have to circle back to this one. All right. Think about it. All right. So what are you drinking if it's not Cocoon beer? Any favorite breweries you? Um, Not really. I mean, I do have breweries that I, I guess I would pick up at the liquor store more than others. But I basically just look at something and if I think i might like it then i i'm i'm not i'm <laughs> i don't even know how to answer that question i uh okay well i'll give a little spin on this it won't directly answer the question but i've um since i started at oswego brewing company when i was working there something that i fell back in love with was a lot of traditional styles so i wouldn't say that um i had much of a, an appreciation for a lot of traditional styles 
before I started working there, and the head brewer at the time was incredible at a lot of those different lagers. So I kind of gravitate more towards things like that. So I try to, you know, I doppelbox, you know, a, like a, a Dunkelweizen or something. If I see something like that on the shelf, I'm it's intriguing to me. So I tend to try stuff like that. Because, I, like I said earlier, like the, the hazy IPAs, like I'll, I will always love hazy IPAs, but I don't, I'll just go to a brewery and have one. I'll, if, I wanna, if I'm going to spend money, I want to try something that – and I've always said that, like, if a brewery is so great, let me try their Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't make a Pilsner, then everything else is probably being masked by something else. So that's kind of fun for me to be like, well, can they make – a good traditional style beer. Hmm. It's an interesting okay. take, but I do really like that. I know that, that didn't makes answer the question. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. feel like there's a lot of experimental beers. Like one of the beers we're going to try is, I think, a sour apple beer. Oh, wow. For, From who? Um, Public. Oh, okay. It was the last one at um, Corks and Caps in like the single pick. So, hmm. but... But yeah, like I, I think especially in summer, like a Pilsner just goes a long way or just like a traditional, like even I know like you like Oktoberfest, just like those, I feel like those, I feel like we've gone back to that a little bit because everybody, everything has been so experimental with like Drecker and all these like heavy smoothie beers Yeah, mm-hmm. that Allie's obsessed with. Oh yeah. It's, well, those, they're fun. I don't know. It's... Those super overfruited sours, there's definitely a place in the market for them. I don't appreciate them as much as most people do because I, I just, I'll just make a daiquiri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll just have a margarita if I'm going to have a, a beer that I need to like, drink with a spoon. But I think that it's, there's a place in the market for them because it's opened up so many doors for people that weren't beer drinkers mm-hmm. that maybe now they're willing to try other things. Yeah. That's that's actually what happened to Ellie. A hundred percent. And yeah. now she drinks IPAs. Yeah. Like look at her go. I'm she so she started surprised. with like Drecker and now she said that her and her girlfriend went to um Lakefront and she had a or a picture of Hazy Rabbit. Wow. Like yeah. I was like, who I even know. are you? I know. <laughs> and before we would joke that she would panic order and she would panic order like the highest alcohol stuff like the most crazy things she's like uh i'll take this yeah and it would be like a bourbon barrel beer and i'm like <laughs> oh my god Poor it would be ridiculous doors are yeah. opening though some of these questions are hard to answer because i don't i used to chase beer and i used to chase like new releases and things like that and i think part of it helps that I work for a brewery that is making, in my opinion, incredible beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily need to like scratch that itch of like trying to find a friend that's on the East Coast to get something to bring here. And the market's been so incredibly saturated that some of what you're getting on the East Coast that might have been super popular and hype is probably already being made somewhere else throughout the country mm-hmm. and tastes just as good. Yeah, I think, and I think, I feel like it also has become, like, where, like, you can get the ones that you want. Like, I feel like they do a good, some breweries do, like, a good uh, thing of, like, keeping certain things, like, sacred to their, like, 
flagship store or whatever but then like most of the things you're able to get what was the brewery though that's in like pennsylvania that everybody i think we talked about this it starts with a y i thought oh is it yingling yes, yingling? yes. oh yeah that yeah. one yeah <clears throat> but I've yeah yingling, i mean yingling distributes into more states now but yeah they were pretty primarily east coast for quite some time I like Yingling. I do too. A Yingling is just a really good, solid, easy drinking, mm-hmm. clean beer. So yeah, good. they uh, they do a pretty good job. But that's like mm-hmm. New Glarus as well. Like New Glarus oh, yeah. is. I mean, I I don't need to give my opinion on New Glarus. <laughs> however, like they've definitely created a market where people want it outside of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And you just went right yeah. there, right? We finally yeah. made the pilgrimage yeah. to the Mecca. Yeah. Which is Nuclearis. And it was a really, really cool experience. And it's very different. It's more of like how you go to like those bigger places and it's not like a tap room. There's like a tasting room and you have the tour and that's it. And they close at five o'clock. That's what it was. But the campus is super cool. Beautiful, beautiful area. And the beers we had were really great as they always are and very consistent and very, I have a lot of respect for them and like what they've done and what they've made of that company like it's just amazing it's amazing a lot of respect i haven't listened to their podcast yet but i've heard very good things about it from the three sheeps rep oh i didn't know they had a podcast yeah i don't know who the main state guy is i think the owner sometimes comes on but like they talk about like why they stay in wisconsin and just like their whole roots and stuff like that which i think is really cool and like i don't know people always have opinions and it like it's really cool to see like either their opinion or just like that oh like they actually like thought about this and like mm-hmm. they didn't just make this decision um but i i would actually agree with them i feel like it makes them more of a a want if they stay in wisconsin mm-hmm. when you can get something too easily people don't want it well and that's what's yeah. run that's what a lot of these hype breweries have run into like when i lived in illinois um there was a number of breweries that were, when I first moved down there, it was incredibly hard to get their beer. So you'd walk into a bottle shop. If you weren't there the day that those cases arrived, you weren't getting it. And then after I lived there for two years, I noticed that that stuff was on the shelf a lot longer. But because they started opening up distribution, they started brewing more, they would either contract brew or they expanded. So then <clears throat> people just kind of, it runs its course, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's not that like the product has gone downhill. There's just that like in people's minds, like I need to get this because I'll be one of a few people that get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what else to describe it to, but no, it's really interesting because I remember Allie was on vacation and she was like, hey, just so you know, the wine cellar is getting a drop of Drecker beer can you go see if they have it? And it's like this day and I'm like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like I'm trying to find one can of like this strawberry, like rhubarb, like <laughs> weird smoothie beer. And, and I would ask the people, it's like, Oh no, we know what you're talking about. We haven't gotten it yet. Um, our, where I work, we haven't actually released a lot of like barrel aged beers yet. The, I think the first one that so far is 17 by Surly. And then, obviously, we'll get darkness and stuff, but, like... We have a keg of that in the cooler right now. Darkness? 17. 17? Oh, yeah. Brad got the... Um, 
I actually have a bottle of Surly Darkness from, oh, what would it be, 2018 or 2019? I don't know what I'm saving it for, but <laughs> Sounds we'll like see. Should crack that that's up. so cool. That's a real problem. When yeah. I, like, before I moved out of Wisconsin, I think my inventory on Barrel Age Beers was like 120, 130. Damn. And then I moved to a place where I didn't have any friends. And I was like, how am I going to drink all this by myself? And I think that's another reason why I don't chase a lot of those beers anymore, even though they're really good. But I'm like, I don't need to, I don't have that many people that I want to share this with that enjoy it. And that's, that was always the thing for me is like bringing over a really nice bottle of like a barrel aged stout and then sharing it with everyone. And then over time realizing that most people don't actually like that and i was like i just wasted this on you <laughs> yeah i always i'm not a huge barrel aged beer but i do really like darkness for some reason i think it was because um one of the managers got it at at um hinterland for one like one um i think it was like the first or second year i was there but we only got, like, I think a six barrel of darkness. And, like, he was like, you can try some, but, like, you have to only try a little bit. Because I think it was, like, $10. Oh, yeah. For, I like, remember that. Oh, my God. And that was when, it was, like, darkness was, like, I feel like harder to get than it is now. But I love the barrel-aged stuff. Yeah. Like, the Imperial. Oh, it's just so good. Love the stouts. We're getting into stout season. and I know. I'm a big fan. I just love those flavors. Definitely grown on me. Do you want to try the next beer? Yes, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, on okay. to our next beer. We're drinking the Scaramel Apple from Public Public Brewing Company or something. Public Craft Brewing Company out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. I was going to say, I think we've had some of their beer on dry. We might actually have a keg in the cooler from them. And I didn't know anything about them until we got a keg in here. This is my first time hearing of this brewery. The Scaramel Apple is an experimental sour. Second keg in the experimental sour project. Only one keg, then on to the next. So this seems like it's a limited oh. a limited run. Look at that. It I got the last a, can. A 3. 4%. 3.95 <laughs> on oh, untapped. Oh, damn. So we're doing pretty good. Pretty good. I hate Untapped so much. I do. Oh, we we talk we talk about how much we hate it because there's just like snitches on Untapped. Mm-hmm. Well, I ha- I hate it because I you I still haven't used it in a really long time, but I used to use it so that I knew what I liked and what I didn't like. So it was more of like a Rolodex for me of if I see that beer somewhere, did I like this? Would I buy it again? Type thing. Mm-hmm. But people are so incredibly dumb on that app. Oh, for sure. They're like like. I don't like this type of beer, so I'm going to give it a two stars. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's what why, it is. No, this is one of the not. best Pilsners I've ever had. 3.75. <laughs> like, okay. Um, we we had an interview with Hopyard before this, and I um, I think it was Oliver that said that he like counted up their like reviews, and it didn't like equate to like the number that Untapped give gave them because like Untapped kind of picks. Not necessarily picks what they want to be, like, the highest rated, but, like, it still doesn't, like, add up to, like, their 3.8 or 3.8, 3.7 rating. It should not which be I, average. Yeah, yeah, which I find interesting, and I'm like, oh, wow, That's that kind of makes weird. sense. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're over a 3.7, 
Yeah, probably yeah. three point seven. You're doing pretty well yeah. as a beer on Untapped. I like to have our Untapped mm. rants. It's always funny. We like when doing collabs. So when I worked at Oswego, we would do some collabs, and each brewery would post that beer on Untapped under their own brewery, and seeing the scores being incredibly different. Oh yeah, because like I, the place I worked for before, we made I I think that we did a really good job making beer. I won't go into any of the other details, but it was one of those things where I was like, we just weren't a place that was going to get a lot of notoriety, and that was just not like who we were or what was going to happen. So seeing like a bigger brewery that we did a collab with, and everyone's giving it like a four, and we're getting like a three and a half, and I'm like, I feel like a lot of this is because we're not as popular. Mm-hmm. So people definitely take that into consideration. That is very true. I think it's like, annoying. Yeah, I think if you like some place too, you're like you're more willing to give them leeway. This is a very weird example, but I don't know if you guys ever remember that mug shot that came out of that guy that was like very attractive. Do you remember that? It was like in the early I think like. So. Yeah, he had a shaved head. But people were like, and if, oh, if you listen to any murder podcasts as well, like I do, it is very interesting how attractive people get lighter sentences. Like it actually does or happen. Or even just public perception of like Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yes. yeah is that, that who you're talking about? No, it's, it's okay. Oh, wait, okay. I'm, I, I need to find it. I think it, his name it, was Jeremy Meeks, the guy that yes, you were talking yes. about. And I think okay. he, it was something dumb, like yeah. he was stealing or something. Like, like it's not like he killed someone. Not that stealing is okay, but oh. didn't he get like a modeling contract after? I'm pretty sure he did. Like he had like face tattoo, but yeah, very, he did. Yeah, very like good looking guy, like very nice bone structure. But even like Jeffrey Dahmer, everyone's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have seen that guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was his mugshot or something, and then. Yeah. No, Ted Bundy's a very good example. Not like, not that Ted Bundy got a lighter sentence because he was better looking or whatever, but even just like public perception, especially from women for him, even like Jeffrey Dahmer is like, like a fairly good looking guy. It's very, very bizarre. Very bizarre. Actually, um, this is not where I thought this conversation (laughs) was going. We were talking about, (laughs) talk about tangents. Also, I can't wait to get out of here and tell your fiance that you think <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer is attractive. No, I'm, ju- I'm I didn't say that. Uh, we might have I to mean... roll back the tape. <laughs> I feel like Ted Bundy was Not a, a bad lot looking more attractive dude. than I don't know you Jeffrey some... Dahmer. All right, I'm but. just gonna I'm just gonna leave this slide. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna dig myself more in a hole right now. But I'm also thinking of the Evan Peters Jeffrey Dahmer, so maybe that like also sways my. That's who played him, right? In the... I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Ted Bundy actually, if you look up Ted Bundy versus Eileen Warnos, Ted Bundy got a much lighter sentence than she did because mm. he was like proved to kill like 30 women, but only got six. Life sentences, Eileen Warnos killed six men and got six life sentences. Mm. Yeah. Typical. I mean, he still died by electric chair, so it's good. At least he felt some kind of pain, hopefully. But, yeah, that's where we're headed. (laughs) All right. Anyways. So the caramel apple. (laughs) The caramel apple beer. The caramel apple. So I I don't mind this. 
I wish it was a little more carbonated. It's not super sour. Like no. you get some of the caramel notes. Yeah, that was going to be more sour. Not the sweetness really from caramel, like not overly sweet. It's it's tasty. The apple flavor comes through more mm-hmm. than any of the other flavors. It's nice. Yeah. I'm a fan. Pretty good. That is actually really good. Mm-hmm. I like the can too. I like the little apples on it. That is adorable. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the next question is, do you drink anything besides beer? And if so... What? I do. I drink a lot of things aside from beer, but if I have like a go-to cocktail, I do Evan Williams and ginger ale. Mainly because the price point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind more expensive whiskeys, but I would rather find something. I would say like Ezra Brooks or Evan Williams are like a really good whiskey for their price point. And yeah, I don't just just with ginger ale, especially if you're mixing them. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. I don't feel like I'm. I'm sure ginger ale has plenty of sugar and all sorts of stuff in it, but it doesn't. It's not like Coke or Pepsi, Mm -hmm. where it's like super. I feel like that fills you up, or yeah, yeah. I feel like ginger ale is way more refreshing. I love ginger ale. I know. Oh my gosh, or ginger beer. I love both. My sister actually hates, she was like, the reason why I hate Moscow Mules is because of ginger beer. And I'm like, that's literally the main ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's a Moscow Mule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'd just have vodka. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you just don't like ginger yeah. beer. Okay, moving on. Are you, do you drink any wine or? I am not a wine person. Not at all. I don't know much about wine at all. Wine is just its own own category. Yeah. yeah, I'm weird. I'm one of those people where I'm like, I'm like I know what I like. I mean, I, beer is very out. vast, but however, like cocktails, I'm like I will do maybe like a vodka tonic with a lemon, or I will do whiskey and ginger ale. I don't really mess with like the RTDs a whole lot because I would rather just make my own drink, and I Same. don't really care for most of them. The one thing that I found over the last couple of years is long drink which is like it's a finish what did they even describe it as i guess the name or it's called long drink but i think that's actually what the drink is so it's like a it's called fin it's a it's from finland and it's basically like a hard fresca so you get like some gin flavor some juniper in there a little bit of orange but it is delightful Mm. And I found, (laughs) this is kind of funny because I do sales, but I uh, sold to a Woodman's in Illinois and they were doing a tasting of these one day. And I walked in and I was like, I just really respected the salesman's pitch. So I was like, fine, I'll give it a try. And I didn't think I would like it at all because I don't care for stuff like this most of the time. I ended up buying two six packs. (laughs) (laughs) Of long drink? Yeah, they're called long drink. Okay. They're really I've good. seen them at like a lot of places recently. Mm-hmm. One of the Instagram people that I follow, she like promotes it or whatever. I'll have to check this yeah. out. I'm intrigued. Yeah. It's definitely like, bigger yeah. in larger markets. I noticed that it's not really like super prominent around here just yet. Mm-hmm. But when I was living in Illinois, it just it started popping up everywhere, and more places would start 
carrying it, and it's great. I mean, they have an 8% one, they have a 5.5% one, they have a 5% one, then they have a cranberry one. I think they came out with a peach this year, but they're all, I want to say, I shouldn't say all of them are, but they're gluten-free. Most of them are gluten-free. And yeah, they're they're just really refreshing, like on a hot summer day. Mm. They're really good. Yeah, I like gin quite a bit, um, but I haven't tried those yet. I have to try them. See, and that's what's yeah. funny is I I do not like gin. Yeah. So that I, mean, I tried it just out of respect for the sales <laughs> rep, and I was like, these are really good. But yeah, they're I'm not a gin fan. Like gin botanical gin. gins i'm yeah. a more fan of i don't usually grab it like yeah. the bombay the tank ray that's just a yeah. little mm-hmm. too like woo for me. well what yeah. do you still have henny henpenny on your yeah yep yeah Rhubarb and regular that, yep i like yeah. that that mm-hmm. was really good mm-hmm. oh yeah that was really good yeah i had hinchelin buy that and they made like a like a pink drink i think out of it they have a drink on their menu. I wonder if I can find it on the website right now because the name is really funny. But do you want to do the pickle beer? Yeah, I was going to crack it okay. on, on the microphone. I need to run to the bathroom. Okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll pause it. Okay. We're, we're back. back. <laughs> so you can pause on this like system. So like the people won't have like a pause in like their... So they'll be like, why are you back? Like we, we were here the whole time. Like, because there's no pause but we paused we did do you edit a second um no, not if, really if, no it needed be <laughs> we just send yeah, it we just yeah. send it the last podcast i think was two and a half hours and we got into the exorcist <laughs> and um was it evil dead rises that was the one that yeah. i was talking about we for never like know where we're, we never know where we're gonna go yeah i <laughs> when i was doing podcasting i uh i would try to edit everything and I wasn't very good at it. I would just like take out dead air if somebody said something that may have been not appropriate, <laughs> which was usually 100% of the time. <laughs> Depending on what it was, I would try to like edit that out of there. And then eventually I was just like, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, like you, like you said, you, you do a podcast that's two and a half hours long and then you go and have to edit it. So you're editing a two and a half hour podcast. It takes longer than two and a half hours to get through it. Literally. And I was like, we're just going to send it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have like a little bit of OCD of like how many times I say, um, or, uh, or whatever, and you wanted to like edit it, it it's just like, uh, it's, it's not, it's not good for OCD. But like once in a while, I'll like, if like I say something that I shouldn't have said, I'll like edit it out, but I didn't, I didn't edit that like two and a half hour podcast at all. I just, I put it in, um, I put it in like garage band just to make sure I didn't sound as drunk as I was and I didn't. So that's good. Oh, that's God, always that's, good. Yeah. Cause I was like going on and on about movies that I'll never watch. I don't like scary movies, but I'll always like look them up and see like the trailers of them and stuff like that. And then talk to you about them. It's so funny. Yeah. I just watched Scream the other night, <clears throat> and I'm not like, I don't mind horror movies, but they're not like something that I'm going to just pop on by myself, and that, I I laughed so hard That's more of a watching parody. that movie. It's not like an actual scary movie. I think it was supposed to be a scary movie when it came out, though. And then everyone's like, oh no, this is like so ridiculous. It is so <laughs> funny, though. There were some quotes out of that movie that I just lost my mind. I was like... <laughs> Nobody thought that this would people would laugh at this. <laughs> if this is supposed to be a scary movie, that's the one with Courtney Cox, right? 
Monica yep. from Friends. Okay. Yeah. That's like how thought. it's supposed to be. So funny. how how vulgar can you get on this podcast? Oh, oh I we say yeah. Okay, so there's there was I I the person I was watching this with, I made them rewind it so I could take a screen grab screen grab because there was uh, closed captioning, and one of the quotes was, "It looks like you fingered the wrong guy <laughs> again," <laughs> and I was like, I don't even. I was like, nobody thought that they maybe should change the wording of that line. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Feel no, free to edit that out. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Me and Selena were watching, so I live with my sister, and we were watching the Cowboys game last night, which was just... I'm a Cowboys uh, fan, so it was a good game. Oh, I feel like it was uneventful. It was... But... I have not screamed at the TV harder in a very long time. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you were watching it. I don't know if you saw the part where I think it was Joe Buck like said something about, oh, they got this thick quarterback. But it sounded like he said dick. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck did he just say on like syndicated television right now? And then I went to Twitter because you always go to Twitter. And of course, there's a ton of people that screen grabbed it. And they were yep. like, what did he just say? Like, and it was just, I think he said thick. I think that's what he meant. Even thick. But I know. Like but I was like, what? I was like. There's been a lot of that lately. Adjective. I'm a, I, I have a, I, we don't need to get into my sports fandom, but I'm also a Phillies fan. And when they clinched the NLCS, they interviewed one of the players and uh, like on MLB Network. And they asked him this elongated question about how, why are you such a great fit for Philadelphia? And he basically just goes, I fuck with Philly. <laughs> like, on live television. <laughs> That's really funny. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah. And they, they don't expect it. There is like, I mean, this isn't vulgar, but I remember when, I think it was Marshawn Lynch would always like, be at like the press box and he would just always say that I'm here just so I don't get fined. I'm here, yep, I'm here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, oh my I'm God. here so I don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's oh a dear. national treasure. Yeah. Um, oh, to to say that what beer we're drinking, we're drinking left-hand candy cane nitro. And to be honest, it is actually majestical how better beer takes when it's cold. <laughs> Who would have thought? We took a little uh, break from Halloween and we're like jumping over to Christmas real quick. It's a nightmare before Christmas real quick. And this is, uh, you get a a lot of peppermint on the nose, but not so much on the palate. Mm -hmm. We have this in the pickle beer. So I don't know how much of this was actually like a pumpkin (laughs) podcast because we had one pumpkin. We had an apple. Well, one and a half because I was drinking one pumpkin. Oh yeah. I guess I had like some tastes of stuff earlier that we really didn't talk about, but then yeah. And and now we're to Christmas and then we're going to finish with pickles (laughs) all over the place. This beer isn't for me. (laughs) I actually, why do I like it? Maybe because I like that other soap beer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. I wish it was more like... There's not enough peppermint. No. I wish it tasted more like pepperminty, chocolatey, maybe like mm-hmm. a peppermint patty type of deal. And also, that would be that's what I was really expecting. Good. Yeah. It doesn't... It is, it's, it's a little dull on the palate. 9.5%. It might be the nitro too. Probably like tempers it. Like this does oh, not... Wow. Taste, it tastes like it's 4%. No, it doesn't taste like a 9.5%. It doesn't. But the thing... They that, never do. They, they never, never do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's like 
There's not a lot of peppermint flavor. No, it's very dull. Yeah. So it almost just seems like a watered down. I don't. It. I. I like left hand. I don't. I. This isn't for me. I am not sure, but I think this is the first year they've made this. So that could be it. Yeah. It's going to tell me or I can see. Yeah. I did get a. Because uh, it's technically supposed to be an imperial. 3.43. <laughs> Take a walk down Candy Cane Lane and experience the aromas of rich chocolate, fresh peppermint, and a hint of coffee. This smooth, full bodied imperial peppermint milk stout is reminiscent of a peppermint bark. Of peppermint bark and will keep you warm and cozy on a cold winter's night. So snuggle up to the fire and enjoy the moment. Moment. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's so okay. Why it do is. I like that? I tried it before earlier and it was not cold. It wasn't good. Now it's good. Okay, it says the total reviews are twenty five and monthly were twenty five, so it must have been oh, like, very okay. recent. I would. I will say the peppermint could be more, but I also hate peppermint patties. Oh, I love them. Oh my god, they're not them. a candy. It's just mint. I hate. I'm not a fan of peppermint, but I could have respected this a little more if it was like <laughs> more minty, full on peppermint <laughs> flavor. Should we have Johnson come in for the pickle beer? Sure. Okay. <laughs> he's not going to drink. No, it. don't do it. Because oh. he was complaining about how he's never been invited on the podcast. So we don't want to give him the and satisfaction. I think it would be invited. funny if you guys just never invited him on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be kind of funny. Hello. Um, <laughs> no, I actually would drink this. This is kind of wild. I'm not going to lie. It's not terrible. It's not yeah. great. I feel like every... The caramel apple is pretty good. Yeah. But other than that, everything I've been kind of like indifferent towards. The caramel apple is my favorite out yeah, of the three 100%. we've tried. Should we try the pickle beer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll pause that so <laughs> we can pour. The we've all been waiting for. Okay. Last but not least, we have to try a pickle beer. This is, this is going to be tradition. Yeah. Pumpkin... Followed by pickles. Well, don't you hide the, like the pickle ornament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isn't then you get, a, like you get a, an extra present. Is that a German thing? Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it's no. It's a uh, Polish. Pol- the Polish okay. pickle. So oh, yeah, 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 you hide yeah. the pickle in the tree, and then the first person to find the pickle, I think, is the first person that gets to open a present. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, that was not a thing in my household really ever. No, so I don't either. know. I don't know. Yeah. But I've heard of it. it sounds like really fun. <laughs> It does. This is. I can smell this from here. It literally smells like dill. Weird. It's like and it juice. is dill pickle sour by yeah. Destille. Sucker punch. Which I'm pretty sure Brett. Oh no! Did he sell Deschutes? Deschutes. Not oh, okay. Distil, yeah. Okay. That was wrong. This is. I like it. All on the nose. I like it. That's actually you, amazing. You get a lot on the palate. There's like a little bit of. Um, Oh, wait. I think I said before we went live that I thought I had this one, but I don't know if I did because this, I like this. That is good. This is like straight pickle <laughs> juice. <laughs> With like a little bit of beer. And like a, just on the end, you get the little bit of beer, but. See, this is where I think like, you know how like a shandy, they like pour like half beer, half lemonade. Mm-hmm. They should do like a 
shandy, but like for pickle lovers, where it's like half beer, half pickle juice. I would get Bloody down Mary. With, I would get done with that. <laughs> I mean, true. put this in a I Bloody a Mary, bl- or like this is a chaser for a Bloody Mary. No, put this in a Bloody Mary, and then you got your use vodka, it as you a got chaser. Your beer, and you can- you crack open a can, you put half the can <laughs> in your Bloody Mary, and then you drink the rest of it on the side. Yeah. That is I good. With, I would get down with all those things. I love. I can't remember things. what. Um, we should make. We should have we, Michael make us Bloody Marys. <laughs> Did you leave yet? Michael, <laughs> can you come? Please come back. Call I, him. I'll. Should I text him? <laughs> I'll text him. Bring us a bloody. I'm gonna look up really quick what pickle beer we drank last time. I think it'll be very easy to find. It was um, mi- microphone or it was a crab? microphone. That was the it was pumpkin. One wasn't it a collab was, with microphone? Oh, was it? I might have it even in my untapped. Who knows? Okay. I'm pretty sure it was microphone or a collab with microphone. What was it? We're trying to figure it out because we can't remember. <laughs> well, what do you remember? Nothing. Very. It was very pickly. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Well, and all I remember was that. Brett gave it to us saying that, like, oh, you guys are going to hate this. And we both loved it. Yeah, it was so But good. we're pickle girls. Like, I love pickles. Olives. He what underestimated our love of pickles. Well, yeah, fun. just any pickled anything I I'm will I'm trying eat. to think of the breweries that I know. Flying Dog made a pickle goza, which was really good. I swear. That is actually the one that microphone. I asked John Luke what we should do for a pickle beer. And he recommended the Flying Dog one. Yeah. But he said that it's not, like, in market right now. I don't know if it is yeah. or not. Actually, when I used to do the the beer reviews on YouTube with my cousin, that was one of the beers that we made. And then I would always do like a cocktail of the week. So I would use a craft beer inside of a cocktail. And I actually made a Bloody Mary using the Pickle Goza from Ooh. Flying Dog in there. It was amazing. That sounds really good. Anyway, I did find it, by the way. You were right. It's Microphone Brewing Slick Pickle Rick. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the pumpkin beer that we both liked was Hidden Hand Triple Pump with the little the little pumpkin yeah. cake guys on oh it with like God, little little yes. Wait. Yeah. Hidden Where did you get that? Um Brett got it from John Luke. Okay. And then he brought it that for makes the sense podcast. because he sell, yeah. he Let's sells see. to cuz John Luke sells to Salamoth. So Salamoth was is in Naperville, which is about like 15 minutes away from where I lived in Illinois, and they make incredible beer. They were with a distributor. They opened up Hidden Hand as like a sister company to kind of like Ooh. get away from their distributor. So okay, not to get away from their distributor, but so that they could do like experimental stuff, a lot of hazy IPAs and different things. Yeah, they very good. that beer was yeah, so good. That was so good. We what else did we try? We did Frogs Hollow Double Pumpkin Ale, Lexington Lexington Brewing Kentucky Pumpkin Bourbon Ale, and. Southern Tier Pumpkin Pumpkin and Left Hand Pumpkin Spice Latte Nitro. Which I like Southern Tier, but the um actually the left hand pumpkin the pumpkin spice latte was kind of um underwhelming. I think mm-hmm. I remember that. But Left Hand yeah. just not I doing, know not too well, much. Actually so I kinda of like that, but <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one. That's fine. I like no, that things. beer that I did, I did not care for that. It was just a smidge bland. I don't yeah. know if I like that it's 9.5. <laughs> That's bad. But no, that is like an excellent. Wow. 
I like I don't understand. I feel like it's the same people. Do you like tomatoes? Uh not particularly. I like cherry tomatoes. Okay. So like on bruschetta or something like that. Okay. So you'll still eat tomatoes. Cause I feel like the non-tomato people are also pickle haters. I don't I haven't had any mm, thorough okay. science behind this, but that makes sense. yeah. Mike does not like tomatoes. He does does he like pickles? He doesn't like pickles. I think he maybe will do sweet pickles, but he does not like dill pickles. Wow. I love yeah. dill. Oh They've got to be dill. Not sweet. Like, I'm not literally. like the bread and butter ones. I don't like those. No. Like I don't like sweet. Like give me the dill. All the dill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love me. Love me pickles. I love tomatoes. Oh. I'll yeah. eat tomatoes. Just slice it. Put some salt and pepper on mm-hmm. it. I'll just eat it like that. Raw. The Clausen's. So the Clausen's sandwich slices. Like I'll just buy a jar of those and just like eat them. Eat them. <laughs> Not for sandwiches. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. for my mouth. No, for real. And <laughs> no, also so for good. some reason, like I can't leave the nostalgia of like bologna in the past. <laughs> so like the bologna slices from Oscar Mayer. Oh yeah, I'll just like have a plate with like a couple slices of bologna it's and cool. those Clausens. <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. <laughs> we all have our vices. Yeah. Yep. Yeah always been a pickle person i just yeah. it's the spears for me like i just want a spear or like if you can get a little cornichon that still is good too but anytime i go to jimmy john's it's like sandwich and 100 percent getting a pickle as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're yes. huge so you have some so for later good. pickles are good do you like banana peppers yeah okay I don't, uh, you're trying to figure out. I don't mind banana peppers. I know. What is the science behind this? I don't this? mind, like, they're not my favorite pepper. Like, I'd rather have, like, a pepperoni or something pepper like that. Cheese. Oh, yes. my God. Like, Papa John's, when they put the pepperonis in the corner, I'm like, dump the entire thing on there. Literally. Okay, weird one, but pineapple on pizza? Yes. Yes. Okay, my sister <laughs> hates it. And I'm like, so I used to be one of those so people good. that was like, eh, it's weird. However, do you know Andy at Roadhouse in Ripon? Roadhouse mm-hmm. Pizza in Ripon. Have you okay. ever had to go there? No. He makes, what the hell is it? I want to say it's like a Mediterranean. It's not, it's, I don't think it's Mediterranean. He makes a pizza that has the red sauce is incredible, but then it also has coconut and pineapple on there. What? I don't like coconut. This pizza is amazing. Wow. Wow. I would. Shout out to Andy (laughs) at Roadhouse Pizza and Rippin'. I feel like I need to to try this. I'm very very intrigued. No no shout outs, but. (laughs) I don't know. Did we? Well, there was one question we were kind of come back to, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could go into Halloween questions very quickly. What is your favorite Halloween activity? I don't like (laughs) Halloween. You don't like Halloween? Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) We had a whole section plus a couple other questions that you're not a brewer. So I'm like, let's just ask him some Halloween questions. (laughs) I shouldn't say I don't like Halloween. Just the... I think the older I've gotten, I've started hating holidays mm. that you usually go out for. 
Mm-hmm. So like Halloween, going out to the bars, I just like it's like amateur hour to me. A- amateur hour to me. Mm-hmm. Same with like New Year's Eve or St. Patty's Day. Oh yeah. And I used to dress up, and we used to go to the bars. Like I won. We my friends and I we took third in a costume contest once. My friends went as Mario and Luigi, and I dressed up as Princess Peach. <laughs> oh my god! So like that was fun, but now like the idea of getting dressed up just seems like okay. so much I'm gonna, work. I'm gonna cut you off. Non-adult activities. Think when you were a kid: trick or treating, haunted houses, yeah. bobbing for apples, going to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Yeah, I really never not into it. Not like not any of it. It wasn't anything that I was like mostly indifferent about. Oh my god! Like I trick was or treating terrified. was kind of fun, I guess. Like Whoa. my favorite part of Halloween was I'd always go to my buddy's place. Then we'd, when we were younger, then we'd go trick or treating. We'd come back and his mom would make chili, and like I liked the chili. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that was my favorite about part of Halloween. this candy. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part of Halloween. Is like coming back out of the cold and getting a bowl of chili. <laughs> Well, that fucks this whole thing up. <laughs> God. No, keep them coming. What else we have? Um, I was How be like, disappointing What's your favorite be? Halloween movie? But then I heard you didn't hear, didn't like horror movies. Well, you could like Hocus Pocus. What? Halloween Ho- movies? Hocus Pocus? Yeah, I know what it is. Did okay. Favorite? I, my like, favorite Halloween one? movie? Or top three. Uh, can if I just say like one? scary movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, really? The classic It? Yes. Okay. The new one's pretty decent. I like all the Saw movies as well. Those are pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know what those movies are about. I think just cutting body parts off of people. Murder. Murder. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. This beer is so so It it is good. (laughs) This is definitely like the cherry on top of the cake. I'm I'm glad we finished with this one. Like legit, when I'm done with a jar of pickles, I drink the pickle juice out of it. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. It is so good. And such good electrolytes. (laughs) For you. Get your salt. Um, Garlic's good for you, right? Yeah. It's probably some there. So you know, obviously, my coworker, Alex, he... Um, he w- watches a lot of scary movies as well, and does think- he? He watches so like I am surprised at how many scary movies he watches because I cannot. And then, but we were talking about the new American Horror Stories, which you haven't, or you haven't, haven't watched. Really. I haven't delved into that. Yeah. Aren't those on FX? Are those even supposed to be scary? Well, I mean, just kind of weird, I guess. Not scary. Thriller. Maybe. Yeah, thriller. But they have Slasher. a new one. I don't know if it's really because what was the oh there was like like cocaine bear was considered like I feel like a slasher movie really I would consider it because it has a kill count that's what I don't know that's what I've heard from like the slasher people in like on the interwebs and stuff like that like when it has a kill count it's like considered but anyways the new version or the new series is called delicate and it's with like Kim Kardashian's in it Emma Roberts um and Cara Delevingne um, it looks really cool, but it's also really creepy. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if Michael said that he will trade us. He will trade me two cheeseburgers today for three bloodies tomorrow. What does that even mean? I said no deal. <laughs> you also, have get, you have to source some cheeseburgers today, and he'll give you bloodies tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah that's a horrible deal. Yeah. No, yeah, he's. <laughs> No, well, no one's ever accused him of being a great negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you know what his nickname is here? 
Johnson? No. That's his last name. I feel like I've heard this, but I can't think of what it is at the top. Because he's... Danger. Oh, no. That's Not what, danger? That's what Craigers calls him. Because he's a part of the uh, Green Bay Bicycle Collective, oh, God. We call, I call him Bicycle. Bicycle. <laughs> so he's Bike Mike. I know he's been Bike Mike, but Bicycle is... Oh, my God. Bicycle. That's hilarious. And <laughs> there's been... I, like, I call him that directly to Michael. him. And there are oh other God. people here that are like... But unless you're really listening, he just thinks it's Michael. It could be. Because yeah. there's other people that are like... Have you actually said that to him? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, why wouldn't I? <laughs> it's weird what nicknames, because I never had a nickname until I started working at Hinterland. What's your nickname? Um, Phoebe, Phoebes, Phoebe. Mostly Phoebes. Phoebes, yeah. You're on my phone as Phoebes. Yeah. yeah. My full name is obviously Felicia, but I actually always, oh. always wanted that as a nickname. You wanted Because of Friends. Phoebes. Because of Phoebe on Friends. They call their Phoebes, and I thought that was so cute. You're just Phoebes, yeah. Yeah. Phoebes. So weird. I have no idea how that came about, to be honest. I think it was... Hiders. Yeah, Hi- hiders, hiders, yeah. Hiders. Hiders, yeah. Hiders. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's a Sullyism. Yeah. And Sully's actual name is Michael as well. There was like three Michaels that worked at Hinterland at one point. So you got a different. So that's why Michael's Johnson. And then the other Michael was Ortiz. And then oh, Michael yeah, Sullivan was Sully. So none of them were Michael at the yeah. end of the day. No. <laughs> Any nicknames that you've had? Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> I, I have two nicknames. I am either Skinny Jeans or Maverick. Oh, like Topka? Yeah. Uh, how do I explain this? One? <laughs> I am an admin on a beer chugging page. <laughs> and there was one night where my friend and I and my sister were one of the last people that were up. And we were up north by my dad's place and we put my dad's four-wheelers helmet, four-wheeler helmets on. And we were trying to chug beers through them. And the entire video, we pretended like we were from Top Gun. Oh, my God. Brett was also a part of that page. And uh, I think I referred to myself as Maverick. So then ever since then, I've been Maverick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We got a little three in the morning beer chug through a four-wheeler helmet. You never know. Gave me a nickname. That's, <laughs> that's when a nickname happens. Mm-hmm. The best ones, anyway. <laughs> What was the, I don't even know if we can answer it. What was the last question we didn't get to? Oh, was it the surprised one? What beer surprised you the most? Yeah, I don't know if you. Oh, what beer surprised me the most? This one? <laughs> uh, the left hand candy cane. That you would like it, but you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that I would like it, just that. <laughs> it would it be better. It would have given me. More it would have gave me more. Patty, yeah. 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 Like I'd be talking about it after I left, and mm-hmm. I won't be. But nope, it's going to be the pickle. <laughs> it's the pickle every mm-hmm. time. <laughs> pickle and a crimid tree. Yeah. God, we didn't even get into he Travis and Taylor. <laughs> we don't. On that note, I'm out. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Everybody. Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Do you need to say anything else? Or? Uh, yeah, if uh, anybody that's listening wants to come to Cocoon, starting Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we're going to have a holiday market every Wednesday oh, through oh. Christmas. 
So if you're familiar with the Christmas market or like a Kringle market, Chris Kringle market, I Chris think it's called. Chris Kindle market. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We're gonna German have, market. We are going to have that every Wednesday, starting the Wednesday before Thanksgiving all the way through Christmas. Um, Black Friday, we are going to have brunch and a DJ in the morning. Oh. What else are we doing? Should we're going to have a work? meat raffle coming up, so keep an, keep an eye out for those dates. We're going to have all sorts raffle. of stuff. So. You also have oh, a wow. Halloween party. Yes, that's, of, of course, the 28th, <laughs> yeah, which was supposed to be the 1975 concert. So, yeah, but everybody from Milwaukee is coming here for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Every from, be crazy. from Milwaukee. Look at this guy. Oh, Bring in the miniature okay. Bloody Marys. <laughs> Actually, oh this God, is perfect. This is literally all I wanted. You. Oh my God! Oh my and all God! All of and everything. Look at you! I mean, wow! Sure. You made? Did you really? I sure did. Oh, perfect! Yeah. <laughs> it made oh it with God. my lord. Look at that. <laughs> that is I really actually, good. I made it with love. You just moved up from like the fifth the best bartender here to like the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> How many bartenders are there? There's like <laughs> we, have, we have like 37 bartenders, so that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm sad I finished. Well, wow, that's very good. All right, God damn it. There might be. It was so good. No, oh shoot. Like Do you want some left? Do you want some of mine? I don't need it. I don't. You need can it. have some. I'll have just like a little, a little, just a little chaser. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Spicy. Yeah, that is definitely uh, a malort bloody mary. <laughs> it's pretty. It's really good though. Um, have you ever seen the, what is it? Oh gosh, I forgot his actual name, but from New Girl, Nick Miller, he's from, originally from Chicago and he talks about, oh gosh, what is that horrible thing that... Malort. Malort. Was it Malort or... There's literally nothing else. That's that's like a Chicago... Yeah, it's a Chicago thing. thing? I have no idea, but he said that's... It's disgusting. I don't know. I tried it one time and never again. Oh, you'll do one again. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Either you're yeah, gonna do one, or you're never gonna ask me back on this podcast. <laughs> I did it one time. This is my first serving job at Mackinac's. So this was I started there like nine years ago. That was literally when I first started my restaurant. So it was probably about eight years ago. And one of our bartenders is like, "Oh yeah, you need to try this." <laughs> and I knew it was going to be disgusting because it's like, why would you be wanting me to try this thing so adamantly? And like, I smelled it. I'm like, oh god. And I, I just remember it being fucking awful, and never wanting to do it again. And I haven't done it since. I can't remember the t- last time I had it, but I'm pretty sure Johnson was one of the people who gave it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds about right. Yeah, that's all I remember. I hate to cut it short, but oh, I gotta get. You some, need to, yeah. You I need to get go. going. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get Sarah okay. caught up, and I got some other things to do. Okay, um, thank you very much. Well, thank yeah. you for your time. We'll see you guys later. Yes. Bye. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.